guys, and welcome back to the How to Be a Good Mom podcast. I'm Frankie, a 29-year-old first-time mom with an almost 18-month-old son and another baby on the way, and I'm here to tell you exactly how to do it right. Just kidding. (laughs) Hey, guys. I am back today with an episode talking about everything you really need for a baby. Now, this is my second time being pregnant, so I'm expecting our second baby, and I'm lucky enough to have pretty much everything I need. Um, There's only a few things I'm going to need to buy. But with my first son, I went, I don't want to say crazy buying all the things, but I think I made myself crazy trying to figure out what things I needed to buy. Um, I'm definitely more of a minimalist-ish person. I am not like a full-blown minimalist. Like I still have a lot of extra stuff in my house that I probably don't need, but having too much clutter really overwhelms me, especially like visual clutter. So even things like hanging a bunch of pictures on the wall or having a bookshelf totally styled with knickknacks those kind of things just stress me out. I do not find them pretty. I think they're just overwhelming. So I knew I would be overwhelmed if my house was totally littered with baby stuff. And I think a lot of people going into parenthood just assume that, you know, you are, that's what you're in for. You're going to have kids and your house is going to be completely taken over with baby items, but it doesn't have to be that way. Now, I'm not going to lie, I'm sitting in my living room right now and I'm staring at blocks and stuffed animals and all sorts of things that James plays with in here on a regular basis, but they don't bother me that much. Um, And I have a place to put them away when I don't want to look at them, so that's a good thing. So I'm definitely not preaching that you don't need a lot of things or that you shouldn't have a lot of things, but I prefer to keep my must-have list for everything you really need for a baby, kind of slim. So I'm going to go through my must-haves today with you, but I would love to hear your must-haves because there might be something on this list that I just didn't use with James that could be really, really helpful with this second baby coming um, in January. So please reach out to me um, either on my blog, mynameismama.com, or you can leave me a review here and let me know um, what you think I'm missing from this list. So here we go. Number one on my list is a safe place to sleep. So we bought a really pretty crib for James um, from West Elm. I got it on a great Black Friday sale. I'm super frugal, so you know I didn't want to spend a ton of money on it but I was excited he's my first baby I wanted to have just a pretty crib um so I bought that and that is where he is currently sleeping when he was a little itty bitty baby and he slept in our room he slept in a halo bassinet that um Brian's cousins let us borrow their baby was born uh like six weeks before James so uh they were not using it by the time that James came and then Honestly, James only slept in that thing for like probably a month. And then we moved him to the crib because he was totally ready and I was really ready too. Um, So our second baby, because we will not be borrowing the halo bassinet because our cousins are due with their second baby at exactly the same time as us. Um, So we're on our own this time. 
And I'm pretty sure the baby is just going to sleep in the pack and play we have from four moms. We have the one that's like, a, it's super easy to set up and break down, which is why I absolutely love it. Um, so it's probably going to sleep it, she, we know it's a girl. It's a, why did I say it? Oh my gosh. She is going to sleep in that pack and play probably um, next to our bed until she's ready for the crib. But I'm really considering renting this new bassinet. Now, I know I just said like a minute ago that I'm super frugal. And as you know, the snoo is like $1,300, which makes like me want to puke. But you can rent it, I think, for like $130 a month. And judging by when we move James to his crib, if this baby is similar, we're only going to need it for a couple of months. So I feel like it's worth it if it works. I mean, you see reviews from people on YouTube and everything saying that they absolutely love it and that it was totally worth it. Um, but I worry about transitioning the baby from the snoo to the crib because it's like, that would probably be a hard transition to go from this like self-soothing electric bassinet that rocks you back to sleep when you fuss to just being in your big crib all by yourself. So I haven't decided on that. Um, if any of you have used the snoo, let me know what you thought of it because although it is obviously a splurge, I feel like sleep is worth it. Sleep is like the only thing that's really that important to me postpartum. Um, so I would be willing to spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks on renting a bassinet for a little bit. Okay, second thing on my list I have is clothing. So when we had James, we were gifted so many cute outfits and they were just adorable. And I feel kind of bad because he didn't really wear them. He spent basically the entire first year of his life in onesies and like zip up sleepers. So as cute as they are, you really do not need to go splurge on the adorable outfits. Yes, for certain occasions, like if you're having your baby a couple months before Christmas, you want to get a cute little Christmas outfit. And maybe before Halloween, you want to get a cute little Halloween costume for your newborn. That is totally worth it in my opinion and fun for those special occasions or for things like pictures but I was not just hanging out in my living room and dressing my baby in cute little outfits he was in a sleeper or when it was hot last summer he was in a little onesie um with a swaddle blanket around him if I thought he was chilly so I'm not probably going to spend a ton of money on clothing um Again, I'm sure I'm going to be gifted a bunch of stuff from family and friends, so I'm not that worried about clothing. I'll probably pick up a couple packs of um, the sleepers from Target. I think the brand I really like is Cloud9 because the zippers go in both directions, which to me is key for diaper changes because it's not like you have to unzip the entire thing. You can just zip it up from the footy up the leg like to the mid belly area and you have full access for diaper change um there's really no getting them in and out of things during the day so that's probably what I'll do and those honestly they come in a three pack for like $9.99 and I think they're cute so that's probably I'm gonna buy a couple of those um in a zero to three month and then probably one in a newborn size just to you know one pack of three in the newborn size because my last baby was small, um, and I'm assuming this baby will be small. I was pretty small when I was born. I feel like Ryan was seven pounds something, and that's not a huge baby. I was in the fives. James was in the fives. So 
I know a lot of people say don't waste your money on newborn clothing, but newborn clothing was definitely something I used last time. So I'll have a couple of things rolling around here for that. Third thing on the list, I have diapers. Pretty self-explanatory. You need diapers. Whether you're going to do disposable or cloth, you're going to need some ready when the baby is born. But my suggestion would be um, don't go crazy buying a million boxes of diapers and then like stocking up way before your baby is born because different babies have like reactions to different diapers. So I, my really good friend, her poor little girl, she can only wear one brand of diapers. So if my friend had stocked up because she found a great sale on Pampers, she'd be screwed right now with a bunch of boxes of Pampers that would give her kid a rash. So I say get, you know, a a supply of diapers that you think you'll need for the first couple of weeks and then just order some. Or if people gift you them, you know, just accept the gift and say thank you so much. But um, I don't think you need to have like a year's worth of diapers stockpiled in your closet. That's just not me. So I did at Target, I usually buy diapers at Target. James uses Pampers. Um, and Target had a great sale. They always have a sale going at Target. So it's like I never will buy diapers if there's not this deal. But it was spend $100 on diapers and get a $30 gift card. So that is what I did. I um, I bought a couple boxes for James. And then I bought one box of size one for the baby. Again, I probably will need a pack of newborn diapers for my baby. But um I can get those down the road. I'm not really worried. I have like 19 more weeks before I even need to worry about that. But diapers, you want a little bit of a stockpile ahead of time, but not a big one because you want to be able to react and see if your baby has a rash or has any sort of reaction. You don't want to have all that money wasted and then have to switch to a different brand. Next thing, I have a food source. So James was bottle fed. Um... First, he was bottle fed my breast milk, and then we switched to formula over the course of the first six weeks of his life. So I'm kind of preparing for another bottle fed baby just because that's what I know. Um, So unless breastfeeding comes really easily to me, I'm planning on having bottles on hand. And I have heard and read that you should not reuse um, those the plastic bottles from baby to baby that by the time your next baby comes along, the plastic has broken down, you should really get brand new bottles for your newborn, which I'm not mad about because for James, I used Dr. Brown's bottles, which drive me crazy. They are (laughs) the most annoying thing to clean. There are so many parts and pieces to these bottles that it's just so frustrating. So I'm going to get rid of those. We are actually slowly getting rid of them right now. Every time there's one that's like... (laughs) left under the couch or gets left in the car for too long, I throw it out instead of washing it because that's gross. And I don't want to deal with washing out yucky milk from a nasty old bottle. Um, And I'm just slowly getting rid of the bottles. James does still take a bottle before bed and he'll take one when he first wakes up in the morning. And then at some point throughout the day, he's begging for a baba, what he calls it. Um, So I'm slowly trying to make them disappear (laughs) and just hoping that uh, he will get off the bottles by the time baby girl arrives in a couple of months. So again, if you have a good suggestion on um, bottles or a brand or a style of bottle that worked really well for your newborn, I would love to hear it. Um, The ones that 
I was recommended uh, by a cousin was Avent or Avent. Um, so that is an option. I may go ahead and just get, um, there's this thing, thebump.com, or maybe it's just called bump.com. Um, no, what is it called? Is it baby list? I think it's baby list. Hold on, I have my computer in front of me. Let me, yes, it's baby list. They have a variety box of bottles that comes with like four or five bottles for 20 bucks. And they're all a different type of bottle. So I may go ahead and get that and just see what the baby likes. Again, like the diapers, bottles or binkies and things like that are not something you want to stock up on way ahead of time before your baby is here. Because what if you buy like a million binkies or bottles in one style or brand and your baby doesn't prefer those? You know, like some of these things you want to prepare as much as you can ahead of time, but some of these things you just kind of have to meet your baby and read your baby and then adjust as time goes by. So that is what I'm doing for a food source. I'm going to have bottles on hand. I will get a couple things of like ready to feed formula, um, usually Similac and um, the other major brand, Enfamil. They somehow they just know you're pregnant. <laughs> I don't know if it's Google or Amazon or Facebook or whoever. They let them know that you're pregnant and expecting a baby and closer to your due date, they will just randomly start sending you samples. So I'm sure I will have some ready to feed formula from them. Um, last time my doctor provided me with so many um, ready to feed samples. So I'm not worried about having formula on hand um, until we figure out what the situation is going to be. One thing I do need to think about, though, is a pump. So I gave my pump away um, to somebody who needed one. But with each new pregnancy, you are able to get a pump for free through your insurance. Well, mostly for free. I think like you can get the base model for free. But last time um, I upgraded for like, I don't know, I guess the nicer one, which it wasn't very nice at all. <laughs> so I should have a pump on hand, I think. I think that would be smart um, because in those early days, it is hard to get baby to latch. And if I do, you know, in the moment, if I want to keep a supply up, if I do want to be breastfeeding, I should have a pump on hand. So I'm going to have to go through my insurance company to get that. Um, and I'm not sure which one I'm going to get. I have to do some research, but I think I want to get the Spectra S2, which is the one that you don't have to plug in. That was like plug into the wall. Um, that was one of my biggest issues pumping with James is I felt like I was literally stuck to the wall all the time because I was plugged in to the wall to pump. So having something a little bit more portable would be great. I have thought about the LV pump, which is like a wearable pump, completely wireless, um, no tubing, nothing like that. They're just like you fit them inside of your bra and you pump that way. That would be amazing. Um, even with insurance, I think it would be a couple hundred dollars for me to get that. And I've read that if you're like an exclusively pumping person, an LV is not enough to keep your supply fully established because the suction is not as good as like a full-blown double electric pump. So I haven't decided. I have a friend who is due um, in the next couple weeks and she got the LV. So I'm going to talk to her once her baby is here and see how she likes that pump. Um, but I think I would get further in my breastfeeding and pumping journey if if I just make it as easy as humanly possible, I think I can do it. But again, I'm not trying to put a bunch of pressure on myself. Um, 
but with baby coming in the middle of winter or due in the middle of winter, um, I would love her to have some of those great antibodies from my breast milk for at least the first month of her life. So that's the plan as far as food. Um, car seat is the next thing on the list. We got the car seat that clicked into our stroller. Um, when we had Jane's, it is still, um, good. You know, it's not expired. We've never been in any accidents with it. So we are planning on using that. Um, but car seats, obviously you want to do your own research and get what you're comfortable with. But I figure that most car seats that are on the market are probably safe. Like the baby industry is pretty highly regulated. So I wouldn't think that there would be a car seat on the market if it was not safe, but you will definitely need one of those. They actually will not even let you leave the hospital if you don't have a car seat. Next thing on the list, this is like, if I had, well, I mean, I guess I couldn't just pick one of these, but this is the thing on the list I am most passionate about. It is a baby carrier or a wrap. Now, I had the baby Catan and the Ergo baby with James, and for pretty much the first six months of his life, if he wasn't like laying down for a nap, he was in that baby carrier, and I don't know. I just, I love baby wearing. I know that sounds so earthy crunchy, but it is just, in my opinion, it's the only way you can get things done with a newborn. It's the only way that you can kind of go about your normal life. Um, so the baby Catan is definitely my go-to in those early days because it's so snuggly and, um, you want to buy it, you buy it like in your shirt size, you make sure it's tight enough and the baby is just like totally snuggled up to you and can snooze as you go about your day. The baby can be awake and you can take its head out or you can tuck its little head in and they can fall asleep. So I love the baby Catan and I am even going to buy another one um, for this new baby because I would like to have two so I can rotate them. Like I literally wore that thing every day. So when it was in the wash, it was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? My baby Catan is wet because um, I didn't like to put it in the dryer. So I think I need two. So when one is in the wash, the other one can be clean and fresh and I can be wearing that. Uh, and then I also tried the Moby wrap when James was really little. And that was a hand-me-down from a girl in my mom, my mom's group. Um, and that was like, I liked that a lot. And I feel like I could almost get him in there tighter because you have the control over how tightly you wrap it, which I did like, but I found myself always reaching for the baby Catan because it was so easy to get on and off and our full blown wrap. If you've never seen one, is basically just like a super long piece of fabric. And it, I mean, there's definitely a learning curve to wrapping it and getting it on. Um, but I know, I think a lot of moms who use a baby wrap like that, they put it on in the morning and they don't really take it off all day. They just take baby in and out. Um, but I preferred the baby Catan cause it was just so easy to get on and off. So that would be my recommendation. If you already have a newborn and you're like, oh my gosh, my newborn hates being in the wrap, try the baby Catan. It is so good. I absolutely love it. Okay. Another thing on the list, a stroller. Um, I didn't know whether this should be on my must-have list or not, but for me, I use my stroller multiple times a day because I love going for walks. Um, it's pretty much my only form of exercise right now um, is going for walks. I've always been a big walker. I love just going outside, getting some fresh air, clearing your head. Um, and right now, with an 18-month-old, it is really nice to just be able to strap James into the stroller. He loves riding in the stroller and 
He can't run away from me when he's dropped into the stroller. <laughs> it's just a good time. So when we were looking for a stroller, I kind of handed that over to Ryan because he is a big researcher and he likes to look into things and read reviews. Uh, but I did mention to him that I liked the look of the Uppa Baby Vista. And what I really liked about that was it turned into a double stroller because this was always kind of part of the plan to have kids close in age. Um, so James and the new baby will be about 21 months apart. So a double stroller is definitely, I think, a necessity for me. But now that we have the Uppa Baby Vista, which let me just tell you was so freaking expensive, with the car seat included, it was like, I want to say almost $1,000, which makes me want to throw up. That's just so expensive. You do not need to spend that much money. Now, if you want to spend that much money, go crazy, go for it. I mean, I did, so I'm not judging, but I would not spend that much money on the Uppa Baby Vista. I think it was a waste of money. I do not like the stroller. It's clunky, in my opinion. It is super heavy. Like, I struggle to get it in and out of my car. So I am thinking about selling that on Facebook Marketplace to get just a little bit of our money back and buying a different double stroller. But I don't know what other double stroller to get. Um, when you do research like online, you everything that comes up is the Up Booby Vista. And I don't know how much money they're spending on marketing, but clearly it's a lot because... I've talked to other moms and no other mom I know who has an Up A Booby Vista likes it. Everybody hates it. So I would not buy that. Um, I'm thinking of getting like a double wagon instead of a double stroller, Evenflow. The Evenflow Pivot Explorer um, is what one of my friends uses and she really likes that. So I may go that route. But the only reason I'm hesitating on that one is because... When James was little, I used the stroller a lot as a place for him to take a nap. So I don't really know if a baby could nap in the double wagon because it's like more of a bench seat. It's not really like a seat that you can recline. Um, so I haven't pulled the trigger and bought anything yet. I have a little while. So if anybody has a recommendation for a good double stroller, let me know because I need one. Um last thing on the list this is kind of anticlimactic that it's the last thing but it's true it's, I mean it is what you need you need burp cloths I had no clue that a teeny tiny little baby could produce so much spit up so much spit up in those early days I mean you only need them for a short time because it's not like they're spitting up for months and months and months but in those first couple weeks maybe even the first two months it's like with every feeding and even in between feedings there is just random spit up happening all the time so I had so many burp cloths on hand so I could just have one over my shoulder pretty much all the time um I would have one in the car over my shoulder in the stroller in every room of the house just so I could grab one really quickly and clean up any little spit up mess so you definitely want to get some burp cloths. Hopefully you get super lucky and your baby is not a spitter, but I'm pretty much counting on it that this 
little baby girl will be just as spitty as her big brother. So I will have plenty on hand. Now I'm just going to use the same ones that I used with James, which actually were hand-me-downs from Ryan's mom. They are the ones that she used with him and his brother. So these are like 30 year old burp cloths, which is just hilarious to me. Um, but they have super cute ones that you can buy. I might buy a couple of them just because they are so cute, but they have little patterned ones. They have ones from Burt's Bees that have all the cute little bumblebees on them. Um, but the ones that I have are literally just like the old um, trifold diaper inserts, um, the cloth diaper inserts. So they're old fashioned, super absorbent. They work perfectly. I would highly recommend just having a bunch on hand because you will definitely need them. And Honestly, that is all that is on my list. I'm sure I am missing so many things, um, but I think everybody has a different list of must-haves. Like, I know some people are like, oh my gosh, I would have died without my swing, or I would have died without this bouncer. James was never a big, like, swing or bouncer kid. I did have a bouncer. I think I still have it, actually, in the basement, but I never used it because every time I put him in there, he would just freak out. So it's like it didn't really accomplish what I needed it to accomplish. Although he did go to daycare for a couple of months early this year and they said he loved the swing there. So maybe I need to just get a swing that's more like that instead of the bouncer. Um, but I don't really plan on buying any of that before the baby comes because you don't know like the same thing with the bingies and bottles and the diapers. Every baby is so different and some babies are really picky about what they like. So I would hate to go spend like 200 bucks on a mama roo or something and then my baby hates bouncers. So I'm kind of just going to wait and see how the baby is. If I feel like they may want to try a bouncer, I'll find a friend who has one and go try it out for a little while and figure it out that way. Um, I do think you could also take your babies to um, like Bye Bye Baby or Babies Are Us and they let you try out the different bouncers or swings I've never done that but I heard that 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 you can do that and then you could kind of tell you know what your baby likes and doesn't like um but yeah so that's all I have on hand really the only things I need to buy are um a couple little things of girl clothes everything I have is for boys I mean it doesn't really matter what they wear when they're that little but I like the I'm having a girl so I want to buy some cute girl clothes um, I want to buy a new baby katan and I have to do some research and figure out which double stroller I'm gonna buy. That's all I have to buy. And I'm not buying a crib, I'm not buying any more nursery furniture. Um, oh, that is one thing I should have put on this list and is not on there is a rocker for your nursery. Maybe this is just me, but I spent so much time in that rocker, just you know, rocking baby to sleep and snuggling and it's a comfortable place to sit in the middle of the night when you're feeding. So um, I would definitely get a rocker. I'm, I'm just going to use the same one that I already have. Um, even though I do still use that with James, I'm using it less and less. He really doesn't want to be rocked that much anymore. He'll rock for like a few minutes and then sit up and point to his crib and say, night, night, night. Like, put me down, mom. It's time to go to bed, which is so funny because just... A couple months ago, I feel like I would have to rock, 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 rock for so long just to get him to go to sleep. But that's a little encouragement for any of you newer moms who are struggling to get your kids to sleep. It happens eventually. I don't know how. It just happens eventually. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for my must-have baby list. Please, if I'm missing something, 
go leave me a comment on my blog, mynameismama.com, um, or leave me a review here and let me know what you think I'm missing. If there is something you absolutely loved with your baby, um, I would love to know because anything I can do to make the newborn and postpartum seasons easier, I will do. Thanks for listening.